Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What's up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to Because I Said So. A show by dads, for dads, and about dads. Me and Blake come to you with over 50 years experience. I know that's not accurate, but it's close enough. <laughs> our, our panel of our panel of guests. Yeah. This is a small panel, but it's still 50 years of experience, I feel like. Yeah, but when people come on the show, like they've only been like a dad for like uh, three months. You know, they're not contributing to that 50 years. Right. Yeah, so. Yeah, and we almost had Kevin on this show, oh. who is a very new dad. And I think he would be great to have on the show as I a think new so dad. Too. Yeah. I just wonder what kind of advice. Oh, none, how, how is none your, whatsoever. He how, is, he is oblivious to what's going to happen to yeah. him. Like right now, he's like, oh, goo goo gaga. Look at this Instagram right. video. Beautiful kid. Great kid. Adorable. Yeah. Got a wonderful wife, but he doesn't realize it's over. No. it's Yeah. He said something like, I'm looking forward to the hard parts of parenting to me. And I'm like, dude, it's all hard. Yeah. There's no easy parts of it. It's, it's all hard for, yeah. for like 20 years. Oh, I, I look forward. I like, I'm not looking forward, but I look in the future and it's just going to be just as hard. Mm-hmm. You know, there's this whole like finding money for college in, yeah. in, in, in a in a, uh, a tax bracket that I can't afford that now. You know what I mean? Right. And then uh, then I have to like worry about them getting married and like you choosing you have, the right person. You, you're yeah. going to have to have two wife, uh, weddings. You're going to have to pay for. Ugh, it. Oh, man. But you know, no, exactly. You you worry about like oh, I don't want them to you know go through two divorces to find somebody. You know, right. it's. it's it, it never ends. And I think, like my mom right now, I'm, I'm 44 years old, and my fucking mom worries about the weirdest shit with me. You know what I mean? And <laughs> right. she loses sleep over it. Yeah. You know, I'm like, hey, I've gotten this far. I'm not dead. I'm not on crack. I'm not in prison. Right. Just relax. But she can't. She can't get over and, it. And that's what's going to happen to us. Yeah. Our kids are going to be four. Let's see. I'm going to be like 80-something, and we're going to... By my fucking kids. Yeah. Fuck that. This is this is a curse, folks. Yep. My mom actually gave me that advice of when when I had my first daughter, she's like, You have you have slept the last good night of sleep sure. you'll ever sleep in your life because sure. it's you're gonna have the newborn, which newborns never sleep. But then after that, it's it's the same shit that it's you just talked about. about. Every little fucking thing. Yeah, because and the worry changes, right? So my sure. kids in first grade, and I'm like, I'm worried about the kids on the bus that pick on her. Mm-hmm. And you know, I'm well, the worried. wheels on the bus go round and round, so it's okay. <laughs> of course, yeah. But so, so it's I don't know if it was like this on your school bus, but they're now three to a seat. Was it that? That's way? unsafe. Well, school buses are all two. unsafe, right? Two to a seat. Yeah, but it's now three for for kindergarten and first at least. I guess they're trying to compact the bodies in case there is an accident. <laughs> I guess they're trying to, you yeah, know, so they they don't fling up to the front of the thing. They're they're, right. they're packed together. The school bus was the worst, right? Yeah. Like, is it is that a nightmare? But you learn a lot, and so that's what she's learning now because there's three in her seat, and the two whisper secrets to each other, and and, and, and my daughter out of is it? excluded, and so oh. she is convinced that they're talking about her, oh. and maybe they are. I don't know because little girls are bitches. Oh. But it's yeah, it's, the, your worries just change all the yeah, time. Yeah, it, but it, you're constantly worrying. That's why we yeah. look so horrible. And that's why we drink so much. <laughs> exactly. Right. We used to be good looking guys, right? And no, I point, never was. Oh no. Okay. Well, <laughs> I was a good looking guy at one point, uh, but uh, worrying and drinking has caused it all yeah. to deteriorate. It is interesting. I, I like to can, let's pretend Kevin is here tonight when we go over our dad advice questions. Hey guys, how's good? Hey. <laughs> see if if Kevin, with his just two or three months of experience being a dad, would if his how do I say this? Like your experience being a dad mm-hmm. and the advice that you would give has changed, right? If I asked sure. you, if I asked you advice questions when you had been a dad for a month, oh yeah, it's I would, different now that you've sure. been a dad for twenty years. Right. And I, I wonder what his would be to some of this. I had some of that, like, uh, I think we even talked about it in one of the first episodes. It used to be when I had my first baby and I'd go to you a didn't restaurant. Have it. You didn't have it. Well, okay. When I, yes. Okay. When my family had a baby, when there, there was a baby in my family, we'd go out to restaurants and I'd see another like one-year-old on mommy's phone watching, oh. watching Sesame Street or whatever. 
and I would judge the shit out of them because my one year old mm-hmm. was perfectly well behaved. Right. And it's like, why can't that stupid family do what I'm doing? Because I'm obviously a better father because my sure. kid doesn't need a phone. Right. But now my two year old, I give her the phone immediately. <laughs> you, you, you've already given up. <laughs> well, you, because my two year old is just a handful and she will ruin dinner. Sure. I mean, straight up, she will ruin it. And we don't do it at home, but we certainly at restaurants, it's like, give us a half hour kit. Like, give us right. a half hour to order and, and eat. And you just try to shut up. As a, as a husband and a father, the one thing that pisses me off more than anything is going out to dinner and spending money on dinner and either the kid acting like a fucking idiot or everybody not eating their food. Yeah. To me, it ruins the experience. Because yeah. I see it as I've just spent $60 for us to go out to eat. You didn't eat your $10 worth. Right. And then you... We're fucking acting like an idiot the whole time. And I just, I, I, I'd rather just fucking feed them ramen noodles and leave them in the house. Right. Yeah. But it's, I, I do feel like I am less judgmental as a parent now than I was. Sure. I think sure. you have, as you enter parenthood, you have these like idealistic versions of what oh, you yeah. think it's going to no, be. Yeah, and it's you're, never you're like, that. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this as a parent. I'm yeah. going to do this. And then my you, kid will never eat sugar. Uh, oh, we yeah. won't have chocolate in the house. Yeah, exactly. And then you get into the real world of of it. You're like, I'm trying to survive. Yeah. And for the next 20 years, you know, at least the next 18 years, I've just got to survive until this fucking kid gets out of my house. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, one of the things like I'm already like trying to instill in my, in, in my stepson, I'm like, I want to teach him like good work ethic or sticking with something or doing a good job like even like with lawn work and stuff mm-hmm. because to me in my dad brain like whether he's slinging cheeseburgers at mcdonald's or he's fucking working at caterpillar like he needs good work ethic and the only way that he's gonna learn that is if i make him do a good job at you know picking up dog shit <laughs> right. you know what i mean yeah and um yeah, it just it boggles my mind. And, and my wife and I have had many fights because he'll go out there and he'll pick up dog shit. And then I'll go walk around the yard and I'll find three things of dog shit. Yeah. And I'm like, you did not do this the right way. And she's like, well, he's only 11. Well, it, you got to, I don't want this kid in my house. I want <laughs> right. him to get a job that he can support himself. Right. This is part of me. And I, I, I what moms are responsible for or what they want to instill in their children is a hundred times different than what dads want to instill. Um, and, and that causes conflict with in a marriage sometimes, you know, you got, you can't be so hard on him. I don't want him fucking in this house. Right. I don't want him to live with us when he's 24 years old. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't want him to work at a car wash. Is this uh, so? My daughter has struggled with uh, winning. Like it's really important for her to win, and I've tried to tell her like winning is not important. It's doing your best right at the activity right, and that's a that's another struggle that like that never stops. I I, as a thirty nine year old man, I still think about that right. Well, and I have a thirteen year old who uh, his mother and his stepfather, the environment that they he lives in, um, winning is important, and like. Mm -hmm. Being a better than people, being better than everybody is kind of important, right? And like, uh, you know, we bought him that PlayStation 4 for Christmas and we were playing it last weekend, and he was getting all pissed off because he couldn't do this one move. Mm-hmm. And like, he was like verbally and like his body language, and I just, I, I just said, put your joystick down. You're acting like an idiot. Like yeah. this, this has no relevance in your life whatsoever. Right. It's like, supposed to be fun. If you win this match against, you know, uh, Seamus, it, it has no effect on your life. Right. You're wasting a lot of time and energy. You know what I mean? So being, being mad about something that doesn't being, matter. Yeah, exactly. And and yeah. I, 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 yes, you want you want your kids to be successful. Yeah. Sure. Would I love to have my son plays football? My oldest son. Well, my my. my 13 year old plays football, you know, and he's always talking about, you know, he's like, you know, I want to get a scholarship to Alabama because we both are, you know, Alabama football fans. Mm. And it's very hard for me because as a father, the first thing I think to myself is, yes, you know, motivate your kid, you know, to push him. 
But then there were part of me as a dad is like, don't get your hopes. There's no fucking way you're (laughs) going to play for Alabama. It's not going to happen. Right. You know what I mean? You, in the next four and a half years, there's nothing that you can do that will elevate you to that status. Right. But you can't say that to him. Right. Right. You can't. Yeah. But But you know, and and he, I'm like, you know how you're on the honor roll? That's what you probably should focus on to get your scholarship to Alabama. Right. Go to Alabama. I'd love it. I'll come sure. see you all the fucking time. Tailgate. We'll go to tailgate. Yeah, to the, <laughs> to the football games. Tailgate. Yeah, you know it's even well, more what's, fun. What's, yeah, what's the statistic of like? There's like uh, uh, college student athletes. There's like you know a hundred thousand of them, and you know maybe two thousand of them make it to be a professional. Right. But you know you don't want to crush the kids' dreams either. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. Let's say, you. let's say your daughter wants to be a singer, mm-hmm. right? Right. And she's let's say she's a good singer, and she wants to be the next. Uh, who's a good singer that's not a whore? Uh, Mariah Carey. No, she's a whore. Isn't she? <laughs> she's a Katy big, Perry. No, she's a whore she's too. Britney uh, Spears. Uh, no whore. Uh, they're all whores. Okay, they're all whores. <laughs> Christina uh, Aguilera. Is she a whore? I think she was kind of whore. whorish. Madonna. No. Well, let's say, anyway. let's say nineteen ninety six Britney Spears. Nineteen ninety six Britney okay. Spears. They want to be that person. Yeah. You don't want to crush their dreams and say, the only way you're going to be a successful recording artist is if I'm very, very rich yeah. and I pay for you to be able to do right. that. And be a whore. And be a whore. And I don't, I don't want you to be a whore, baby. Taylor? Who's the Taylor? Taylor Swift. Swift. That's a good one. See? But I no, have thought of that. But see, her, you know, Swift trucking? Yeah, I know. Yeah, she yeah. came from a very rich family. Yeah, they yeah. paid for her to become famous. Not, right. you know, you know. okay, don't give me any music. Yeah. But, but. <laughs> Crushing your kids' dreams, it's a very fine line between teaching them being realistic right. and, and and wanting them to have hopes and dreams. Right. You know what I mean? Maybe that, that was my problem. Maybe I didn't have, maybe at a young age, I was like, I'm, I'm not good. You didn't have I'm, hopes and dreams? I'm not anything special. You didn't have hopes and dreams? No. Uh, no? I really didn't. Hmm, interesting. I never thought I was going to be a professional athlete. Yeah. I never thought I was going to be a famous musician. Um I just was like, you're an artist though. Did you have, did you think illustrator, maybe a comic book artist? No, I mean, I did. I did want to be a graphic designer, mm-hmm. you know, but I got a fucking girl pregnant that fucked that <laughs> shit up. But, but I never thought I was that good at any, you know, I never thought anything that I did was, I guess I was a realist maybe. Yeah. And like I saw what like real good talent was. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. Like everybody's like, Oh, you, you know, you draw so well. I'm like, not to this level, like this is right. you know not like the other guys draw. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I know. Is that, exactly is that good mean. or bad? I'm not, I'm not sure. Realist. Which I'm not sure because I mean, I'm a is. failure in life. <laughs> no, you're not. No. no, you're not. You got a good job. You got a beautiful wife. You got beautiful kids. What else is there? You got a great podcast. There you this go. Pecas, <laughs> Well Yeah, I mean, it, it's just like anything else. It's not about winning. It's about enjoying enjoying your life and doing what you can. And with being it. and 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 being um, a good sport. Right, like my 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 football son is a fucking horrible sport. Like I don't want to do anything with him, like competitive. Yeah, because I'm just like you're being a fucking asshole. Yeah. Tonight before I came here, me and my 11 year old were playing WWE on the PlayStation Four, right? And I'm like, something's wrong with this this joystick. I'm like, I'm pushing the the triangle button and it's not punching the guy. And he goes, Ugh! he goes, the triangle button is not for punching and i was like the fuck is wrong with you and i said turn it off i was like i'm done yeah i was like if you're gonna go to your parent who houses you feeds you and makes sure you're safe from predators if i'm not pushing the right button and you go (laughs) you're you're fuck that yeah no i'm with you yeah because we're we're a big board game family in our house We we like board games card games things like that and uh my daughter like I'll take it a little easy on her, but I win often, more than half sure. the time probably, because you, you can't let your other kid win all the time. Right? That's, no, you know, no, don't do that. Don't yeah. do that. So if if she loses and throws a big fit, that's it. There is no more games about it. You pack it up, and I warn her ahead of time. Like sometimes you win, sometimes you don't, and that's that's life. That's how it's going to be. You teach your kids no lessons by beat, by Letting allowing them, them to beat the shit out of you. The game, sorry. Yeah. With a little pop thing with a diet. Right. That's almost all I pure will. luck. <laughs> well, but then, you know, like, 
you're like, oh, I can move three and then send one of their guys back, or I can move three over here and be okay. Right. I'm moving that fucking thing back. <laughs> right. Right? Candyland? Teach them a lesson. Fuck you. On Candyland, I'm kicking your ass. I don't care. <laughs> right. Not because I'm, I'm not going to get up in your face and be like, fuck you, but I'm also not going to, like, you need to learn yeah. that life is not going to be handed to you. You're not going to, you're not getting a participation award in this fucking house. <laughs> right. Ooh, t-shirt idea. No, no participation word in this fucking in this house. fucking house. You got it. Yeah, our it's our, a- our merch is going to be awesome. <laughs> but that's the other thing about these uh, these le- life lessons for kids. They also change per kid. Sure, which makes it even more complicated. Like my my six year old is is kind of reserved and kind of shy, and it's one of our lessons is to like teach her to be assertive, be a go getter. Yeah, and and put herself out there, and right. you know push for what you want instead of. You know, she's the one that will just sort of stand in the back and let everybody else get the shit that she wants. And then if there's one left over, she'll take it. Right. We'll try to tell her, like, get the fuck up there. You're, right. Or you're not going to get the thing. Right. My two-year-old, I can already tell we're going to have the opposite lesson of just sure. like, back the fuck off. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> you can't Isn't it crazy, though, that like the same DNA yeah. was used to produce both of these children I, I mean, and you, they're complete fucking opposites? I can't prove that. Like, I've never taken a test. I'm not going to at this point. It doesn't seem like that's true, but well, the little one has like a little beard, and it looks a lot like you. So I'm not. I'm not. I don't know about the other one. <laughs> she looks nothing like me. I yeah, but like me and my brother. I mean, me and my brother are complete opposites. I think that's more of environment and how we were raised because we were raised in different environments. Yeah, but still, it's like you you look at both of us. And people wouldn't even know we're related because we're so different. Yeah, you know what I mean. And my oldest son, um, and 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 my twelve twelve year old, even they're different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's just how is that possible? It's weird. It's the isn't same it? fucking DNA. Yeah, my two it's nephews the same are that way. DNA. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my my sister loves telling the story when my nephews, one was like going into third grade, and one's going into first grade, and the third grader was like crying and so worried about going into third grade and what if he was going to mess up and what if he was going to get in trouble and the first grade is just like so what if you mess up try again right if you get in trouble that's so who cares that makes our job even harder (laughs) because what what should happen is you had the first one and for for four years you were programming that one yeah you should be able to program the second one the same way it's a totally different kid it's bizarre it's because of god it must it's be. His fault. It must be. There's no other. Just the there's same. No other I just want the there. same thing. Yeah. So Kevin, are you listening? This is all advice for yeah. Kevin. See, we're already jumping into dad advice. Episode title. This is for <laughs> Kevin. There you go. Just for you, Blake. I shut the it. fuck up the you whole time. You did a time. good job. This is dad advice. This is where we give advice. We've already been doing it, but let's do it officially. Uh, give advice to some of these poor people who. And we're getting them from Reddit, but yes. But we also, uh, if you're a listener and you want us to give you your advice we have contact information i believe the uh email address is b-i-s-s at gmail.com this podcast oh, b-i-s-s okay. podcast at gmail.com yeah. or follow us on twitter and facebook because i said so dot pub has links to both but thanks blake i don't think i gave the contact information you at didn't. the top of the show you didn't i noticed <sighs> yeah i'm a i'm a slacker what can but i say you know it's because we got into a rhythm and you're not going to break the rhythm just to give We're casual here but, but hey if, if casual guys Oh, first of all, uh, we got it. We didn't mention the rule: no girls allowed. Right. Of right. Not. This is a clubhouse. Yeah. This is just for dads. And if you are a girl, turn this shit off. You should actually rewind it. Turn it off. You can hit yourself sub- in the face with a hammer. Subscribe. Forget it. Subscribe, but don't listen because we need this. We need the subscribers. But um, yeah. So if you're a dad, a new dad, or a dad who's you know struggling with something, email us, tweet at us. We'll be happy to talk about it on the show. Yeah. We won't use your name, Phil. <laughs> Kevin. <laughs> uh, I have an 8-year-old, a 13-year-old, and 16-year-old. They are all male, and some are better behaved than others. The youngest is always picking fights with other kids. The middle child is always playing video games and rarely leaves his room. And the oldest is beginning to get really close to people who look like drug addicts, and I'm concerned <laughs> for his own sobriety. I'm worried the youngest child will grow up to be violent to everyone around him. I'm worried the middle child will grow up to have no social skills and live a shitty shut-in lifestyle. I'm worried the oldest will become a drug addict or worse. Uh, what could I expect if I sent all three to a military boarding school? Oh, wow. That, and that, that's what we were just talking about, though. Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. Jeez. Um, three of them. 
Well, and this, this, whoever is, I don't know if this is a man or woman writing this, but they seem neurotic as hell and all up in their heads. They're very worried about what's going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, we do have those worries, but maybe sure. some of us obsess about them more. Right. My, my wife will obsess about that. She's afraid that she's not going to be able to pay for Eli to go to college. She's worried that, you know, he, you know, she worries about him being at the bus stop because somebody's going to pick on him. And I'm just like, we, we were all picked on. We're going to shelter the kid for, and, and not teach him anything. Yeah. But no, this is this is this is like the Bermuda Triangle. This 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 guy has the Bermuda <laughs> Triangle going on, and, yeah. and all sorts ooh. of problems. Did you hang out with druggies like in high school? So, so she says the oldest, so the sixteen year old, is hanging out with people who look like drug addicts. I think in high school, uh, people are trying to figure themselves out, their style, who they are. Mm-hmm. So I think maybe sixty percent of the time, these people are just with whatever, whatever fat is in style, right? You know what I mean, and I'm not necessarily think they're all like shooting heroin or anything, but um, and there is that there's that thirty percent that they're that shooting heroin. They're, they're shooting heroin, um, but I think it's more of a look thing. You know what I mean? Even sure. in high school, like for me, it was I I I found a look that that's how I developed what look I have. What was your look in high school? I gotta know. You're looking at. <laughs> Hoodie. It is not changed. Under Army hoodie. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, God, there's three different things. So, so diverse. Yeah, well, but the, the the kids. It, does does the kid seem high? Does the kid like not come home when he's supposed to? Yeah. Um, if if you're worried about him hanging out with these people, uh, just kind of make sure like there's only a certain amount of time, or like that is supervised, or uh, check his ass out. If I mean, you're an adult. We all know what. It smells like when you've been smoking some weed, right? Do I? It all. We all know what it smells like when you've been drinking some beer. Yeah, just check them, right? You know, and if, if it, you're, this person seems to be worried about something that hasn't happened yet. That that is exactly my thing. Yeah. Uh, he's this person is worried that the sixteen year old is going to be a drug addict because they hang around with people who look like drug addicts. <sighs> Like I probably look like a drug addict in oh, high school. I, that's my wife said you can't hang out with Tim anymore because he looks like a drug addict. Because <laughs> twenty years ago he looked like a drug addict. <laughs> no, but I was a I was a grunge kid. Okay. I'm, not, I'm not embarrassed to admit that. But and, and you probably didn't do drugs for the most part. I smoked weed in high school, but consistently, uh, or just once in a while. Uh, my senior year is probably. Uh, right, but, uh, weekends. You but, know, I mean, not not every right. Night. But I sophomore and junior year, you were just looking the part, right? Like yeah. you were just like, I I want to be Kurt Cobain, right? Okay, Doc Martens and the holes in my jeans and shit yeah. like that. And yeah, and then I smoked weed, and that was I did shrooms. That was about the worst Ooh, I did, which is not nice. It's not that bad in the grand scheme of things. But I think if you looked at my friends, my parents might have been a little sure. worried. But also, this kid's sixteen, two years away from being an, an adult, right? Yeah, it, there's nothing you can do. Yeah, you. You're pretty close to not being able to do anything. Yeah, you can tell them don't do drugs for the thousandth time, <clears throat> and then that's sort of like you've done what you can. Um, here's one for you. My grandfather always said, "I'll bail you out of jail one time." Oh, that's nice. You that's know, kind it's of a, one get out of jail free card. Yeah. And uh, would, would would you do that? I mean, would, is that what you would tell your kids? Like, well, not I, as not as kids, but you're like, there's this unspoken rule that I'm, you and your wife decide. We're we're gonna save her, this person one time, right? And then she's on her own to be saved. Yeah, for the most part. Not trying to say anything weird about your grandpa, but that seems like a weird thing to prep somebody for. Did you end? Have you ever been to jail? No, I've never been. Never been arrested. God damn it! You shouldn't even have asked me <laughs> Sorry. that. Sorry. God damn it! Because uh, that seems like something you say to like the first time you bail a person out. You should say, "This is the last time I'm right." Doing that's this when, for you. That's when you should bring up the card. Yeah, not prep them. Like, hey, if you get arrested. It's cool. I got you. Well, one he didn't time. say if you. Get, he, he was just like he said when you get arrested. Yeah, he's like if you if you get arrested, you get you know get out of jail free card one time. Right. Um. But he was you know also like you know a a, a poor guy from fucking Arkansas. Dementia. You know what I mean, Alzheimer's. No, 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 no. He only had one leg though. Really? Yeah. How did he lose his leg? Uh, in a wagon wheel. No shit. Yeah. Like a cowboy. <laughs> kind of like a cowboy <laughs> or a person during the depression either one of those yeah crazy he learned to smoke and read in a, 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 a hospital in chicago he was uh his his father committed suicide had eight children right yeah um he he fell off a, a wagon got his leg caught in a wagon wagon wheel um how old was he when his leg was well when he first injured i think he was like nine or ten Okay. Eight, eight, no, eight or nine. 
when you first injured it. And they, over the years, they tried to do stuff, and then finally they had to cut it off. But uh, so think about this. You're eight years old, right? You live in Arkansas. You're a fucking poor fucking farmer kid, right? Right. And uh, so you have to go to Chicago to get the surgery done, right? Your mom is taking care of eight kids. You're poor. She can't go with you. They send you up there by yourself. With a fucked up leg. With a fucked up leg. On a bus. On a bus. Crazy. You have no other family. Um, so uh, nurses would start to bring him books in, taught him how to read. And he would smoke the cigarette butts out of the ashtrays because back then he could smoke in a hospital. Right, anywhere, yeah. And they, they felt bad for him, so they would bring him packs of cigarettes. No shit. And how old was he? Eight, nine years old? Yeah. God, that's so fucked can up. Can you see your 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 daughter's six? Yeah. In two years from now, can you you know she's gonna sit on the sit, sit on the patio years. smoking a cigarette? Never in a million or or on a bus to yeah. I mean, shit. I'm a lot closer to Chicago than your grandpa or your great grandpa yeah. or whoever yeah. that was. It's crazy, and I would not put her on a bus. But my dad likes to tell the story uh, when he was and he did have polio. I know you thought I was kidding kidding you, but he did, he did have polio. But I'm not offended by the joke. <laughs> but he. Uh, when he was about that age, eight, ten years old, one of his good buddies moved to Indiana, and he would get on a bus to Indiana all by himself at like it's eight or ten. Crazy! It's about to get weirder though. One of the things that they like to do is target practice, so he would get on the bus with his rifle. That's crazy. As an eight, nine-year-old kid, it's insane to Indiana with a rifle. Can That's you crazy. fucking imagine that? God. What the fuck? In two years, you're going to ship your kid over to Indiana to hang out with their friend with a gun. Yeah. He went to fucking nuts. he went to Richwood High School here in Peoria. He started the rifle club. That's insane. Their friends would bring rifles to school, keep them in their lockers. <laughs> After school, they'd do target practice God. on the football field. We're such pussies nowadays. Can you imagine? Think that? about it. We're pussies nowadays, right? Yeah, a school-sponsored rifle club. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a whole different world, isn't hey, it? Hey, cheers to the NRA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so weird. Mm. Well, that's, that's a good story. So anyway, yeah. Um, well, and the 13-year-old uh, is going to grow up to be violent because he picks on his brothers. I think that's insane. All I think he's the he's the little one. Like the he's little, the middle middle one, 13-year-old. The, the middle child is always fucked up, right? Because... Uh, oh, no, I'm sorry. You're right. Middle, yeah, child, the, middle child was the video game, no social skills kid. Right. Eight-year-old is the violent one. But this one. is typical. Like, if you yeah. look at any textbook, like your wife is a therapist. Yeah. If you read this to her, she would say that's exactly how they all should be. Yeah. You know, the youngest one is fighting for a 10, you know, mm-hmm. it, it gets his way all the time. So he's spoiled. Mm-hmm. The, the baby always is spoiled. And he's bullying everybody because he can. Right. Because his mom and dad let him get away with everything in the house. The middle one is pretty much obsolete because they're tired from raising the first one. And, and now they have this the, the, this last one. You know what I mean? The, he's If your wife came down here right now and read that, she would agree with us, right? I, I think so. Yeah. yeah. I do think, though... And she went to Harvard, right? <laughs> Absolutely. And, okay. the, and then Yale. Oh, okay. All of the Ivy Leagues. A year <laughs> Brown? <laughs> she went to Brown University? <laughs> of course. Yeah, that's her, that was her favorite. <laughs> that's why she's got those stains in her underwear. <laughs> I do think, though, and I think you can speak to this, Blake, the 13-year-old hooked on video games won't leave his room. That's that's a parenting failure, though, right? That's, yeah, I, and we, I, we talked about this a couple episodes ago around Christmas. That is a big thing for me. Like, I do think, and, and me and Joe, like, we're on opposite sides of this fence. And thank God we're on opposite sides of the table, right? <laughs> right. But I think kids get fucked up on these video games, and they act like fucking weirdos. If yeah. you go to YouTube and put, like, uh, uh, what's that, Fortnite. Oh, uh, right, yeah. Where they, they throw temper tantrums. Right. You can let your kids get hand-eye coordination. You can let them have problem-solving skills. That's great. But if they're on there all the time and they won't leave their fucking room, yank that fucking thing out of there. We did that with our. We did that with Eli. Yeah. There was a point where he like he was uh, argumentative. Uh, he wouldn't like listen to you or pay attention to what you were saying, and like I think I, he stopped blinking for like a week. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. And and I took all the shit away. I took all the shit away, and yeah. for the first day or two. He was like this, you know. He was mad, but then you shove a book back in his face, and he's like, you know. And then he forgets about him. To be honest right. with you, sure. But you gotta you with those video games. You gotta pull back on it. You gotta restrict it to a certain extent. It's it, 
I I think there's a lot of good things about them, but the bad way way outweigh the good. Yeah. Well, and I I think I was more on your side than Joe's. Uh, yeah, you were Tim. Because <laughs> I think that I, I think that Joe had a little bit of a point though that there sure. there are skills that you can learn from video games sure. or any sort of tech stuff. But it's all about balance, and it is our job as parents to teach that balance. If you feel like your kid is spending too much time online, you pull the plug. But you see, that's how, it. You, you look at their behavior. Yeah. If they're if if they're distant, if they're um, you know they can't make eye contact with you, or if they're irritable, that's what that's from. Yeah. If they can't come out of their room and eat fucking dinner without talking about a fucking video game, right? And if they're not blinking for a week. You should check on that too. Yeah, get them some eye drops at least, <laughs> like minimum. Too much methamphetamines, <laughs> right? Like that clockwork orange, you know, where it's <laughs> right. dripping. You gotta keep them. You gotta keep I them saw, moist. You know, I saw a truck the other day, and the like the back window had a is it a, a, like Agent Orange veteran survivor, and it had like a you know like a toxic chemical kind of logo in the middle of it. Right, and I'm just like. Why would you yeah. advertise that? Why would you just? I mean, I guess he's proud of that. I think he just wants a free cheeseburger from Culver's myself. But <laughs> uh, this one's more for you. I have a few questions about divorce. Those of you, uh, those of you parents who went through a divorce when your child was young, like around three years older or younger, our marriage is done. We don't communicate well. We don't like each other, uh, let alone love each other anymore. In fact, it is all we can do to not get in fights on a daily basis. Divorce is really the next step. And if we didn't have a child, it would be a no-brainer. But we have a three-year-old whom we both love dearly and who loves us both. As far as parenting, I'd say we were both very involved, very loving parents. There's no deadbeat parents in this marriage. I can't stand the thought of not seeing my child every day, but I guess it will happen if we divorce with shared custody. Parents who have gone through a divorce, can you share your experiences? How did you explain what was happening to your child? How did you arrange the shared custody? Did any of you stick it out in a bad marriage for the sake of the child? Lots did you un- pick this one just lots for me? Lots to unpack Did there, you pick this one just for me? I, sure, I, if I, you there, want to. We could probably do like a like a three episode series, a three parter on on, on divorce, on divorces, okay. and um, I I got divorced with my first wife for my so my first son when when he was just over a year old, and uh, the second divorce was when my my youngest was four, mm-hmm. so there wasn't a lot of explaining to do, right? You know what I mean, um. But it, it is very, very, and I could go on a soapbox and please, please stop me when, when you, when you go, okay, pretty, um, no, step on that soapbox, man. I'm stepping up on it. I'm doing, it. I mean, you, you have to get out of the marriage, first of all, before you hate each other. Yeah. Okay. Uh, because that will carry over, even if you're not with each other every day, uh, and again, the rule is no, no, no wives, no moms. Listen to this, right? No women, right? I can't guarantee that. Okay, but listen. I, I will try my best. Women are so use a child as a a, a pawn. They really some do. Women. Let's say some women. Some some. Okay, all right. Some 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 of mama. Politically women. correct, Blake. We got to be politically correct. Here. Uh, at least in the state of Illinois, I know that uh, dad's rights are very very few. And far between. So this, how how long ago was this that you got your divorce? Which one? Oh, <laughs> uh, twenty one years. Okay, and nine years. I, I think that things have changed. No, well, they might have changed, but when they when they when they happen the first time, it's very difficult to get it changed around. Um, oh, one, yeah, once you're already divorced, right. yeah. No, I, th- I think new divorce is, is it's it, a different thing. Well, okay. Uh, it, it it might be different, but the uh, how? Okay, let's see. I'm trying to find the words to say. Spit it out. There can be all kinds of rules, but those are rules aren't enforced, and right. there's no way to enforce them. Right. Right. It, the judge says, "Hey, this guy gets this kid from 6 p.m. on Friday, every other Friday, to 5 p.m. on Sunday," and that mom signs the paper and then goes, "That doesn't work for me." Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, because it's it's sort of up to you then to to act like adults and to right because the problem is schedule is, issues. Let's say let's say that that doesn't get followed, mm-hmm. right? What do I have to do as a dad? Take her back to court. I probably. have to get a lawyer. Yeah, I have to go back to court, and the judge might say slap her on the wrist and say, "You got to follow this." Mm-hmm. She's not the judge is not going to take the fucking kid from her, right? You know what I mean? So here's my advice: 
<clears throat> from a very, very bitter father, a very bitter divorcee, sure. is uh, look at your child and realize that uh, it came from two different people, mm-hmm. okay? You both produced it. At one time, you had sex, whether you meant to or not, you had sex. That child, it's not that child's fault that you don't get along. Right. All right? And it's not fair to, that the child can't experience both sides of that family. Right. Okay, that's that's my suggestion. Just keep that in mind. Sure. When you bitch-ass wives are being cunt. Yeah. Sorry, so, sorry, sorry. I'm sorry. The cunt's okay. Oh, that's cunt's fine. <laughs> cunt's, cunt, it's, it's okay to say cunt. Cunt's okay. Okay. Uh, that's another t-shirt. T-shirt. Cunt, cunt's okay. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you this, though. And this is with no judgment attached to this question. Sure. Did you fight for that marriage? Did you try to save it? Uh, I would say the first one. No. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first one was uh, a rebound relationship that led to a pregnancy and. Um, there was a. I was heavily into uh, alcoholism, so that one we didn't. We didn't know each other, right? We didn't. You know, we found out we quick. We didn't like each other. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> the second one, I did. I, I mean, there was marriage counseling um, and stuff like that. But then uh, another person named Blake came into the picture and uh, and and had sex with my wife, <laughs> and so there's only so named much Blake. Yeah. He had the same name as you? Yes. That's kind of fucking it's weird. It's very fucking weird. It's not even a common name. No, oh, no, it's not it's at all. Br- yeah. When I was growing up, I didn't meet anybody with the name Blake until I was uh, a sophomore in high school. Yeah. I never heard the name before. I got ridiculed for that name for years and years and years. And now all these fucking hipsters are naming their kid Blake. And it's like, oh, ah. is it a common name now? Oh, now it's a common name. Oh, I didn't know. I, yeah. So yeah, You're the only Blake I know. Uh-huh. And Blake, Blake Lively, who I couldn't pick out of a crowd, but I know she's a hot chick, right? People talk about Blake Lively. Like, she's super hot. A Googler, like you did Wonder Woman's boobs. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Blake Lively's not worth it. You're going to pass on that one? All right, I'm going to come up on the other side of this uh, discussion because I'm still married. Uh, but my marriage has seen, uh, I'll, I'll call them pretty dark days. And we have really struggled. And, you know, we both went to marriage counseling and we both decided to just push through and work our asses off. And I think sure. we're better for it. So, you know, I don't know if divorce is always the answer. It certainly sometimes is. I think that you can raise a kid in a divorced house and have a happy, sure. well-adjusted child. Um, but if you haven't done everything you can for the marriage, I think you want to do that first, right? That's that's step one. Is yeah, like, I mean, keep trying. I didn't mean to make it seem like you just take off on the first, you know, inkling of. Right. But the first situation, it was, it was never going to work and it didn't matter. Right. Um, the second one, like I said, we did try counseling right and but uh then again another penis became involved so what <laughs> right. am i gonna do you know no I mean? there's nothing you can do with that i'm not point. sharing that vagina right <laughs> either i'm fucking it or i'm not right okay but that doesn't mean another guy can fuck it yeah no i'm with you on that t-shirt one. <laughs> doesn't mean another guy can fuck it yeah no i'm with you on that you know and I, yeah. I think that but do, no yeah you need to try yeah you, ultimately your kid uh the, the 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 most successful chance your kid has is if both parents are positive and involved and together. That, yeah. That's that's the way for years and years and years, right? But if you're fucked up and you try, you, you if you can look at the other person and say, "I have tried everything," like you, if you can honestly say, right. "I have tried everything," and the other person says, "I've tried everything too." Then no, you don't stay together because yeah. then you're fighting, and then your kid sees you punch your wife, right? Like she deserves, you know what I mean? And you don't want that, right? yeah, right. absolutely. And I think uh, you know a lot of these divorce questions are sort of like, <clears throat> oh, my situation is entirely unique mm-hmm. and it's different. Mm-hmm. Man, half the kids are products of divorce now, yeah. right? I mean, it's an incredibly common thing. Uh, it's it's nothing to be ashamed about or embarrassed about. It's it, it didn't work out. But every every kid that I've met that has been. Um, from a divorced family, you you, know, you can see if the parents get it. Like Eli and okay, I, I feel like I'm talking too much. <laughs> no, no, no. Go ahead. All right. <clears throat> so Eli's mom, my my wife, wife, and her ex husband, they can communicate. They 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 communicate frequently. Um, there's no anima. You know, she knows he's a stupid fucking idiot. But, you know, for Eli's sake, they they communicate, they talk, they, you know, they stay in touch with each other. I think it's weird because both my ex-wives would not talk to me, you know, if they didn't have to. Yeah. 
That's how most people feel about you. And I th- <laughs> a lot of people. <laughs> and I think Eli doesn't have to necessarily uh, somehow get sucked into negativity. You know what I mean? Right. I, I always say that uh, you should never talk bad about the other parent. Right. Um, I remember growing up, my mom was talked horrible about my father. And that had an effect on me. Sure. You know, he was an asshole, but I need to learn he's an asshole, not you tell me he's an asshole. Right. Um, my first son, I haven't talked to him in four years, and it's because his mother talked bad about me the whole time, and I, what am I going to do? He's 18, right? Right. I mean, I, I try. You know, I, I text him and stuff once in a while, but no response. But he just, you don't, you, it, whatever you think of your, your ex-spouse don't make your kid think that because of what you say. If they figure, you know, if it's a, if he's if he has a deadbeat dad, let him find out he has a deadbeat dad. Be there for him, yeah. but don't fucking just encourage it and make it, you know, preamble. You know, right? So, so you were raised single mom. <clears throat> Do you know your dad? Do you keep in touch with your dad? I, I, I yes, I know my father. Um, I we have had uh, stints of a relationship, and they always end up bad. Yeah, and it seems like. Each time we, uh, I reconcile. I'm always the olive branch guy, right? Because there's a part of me that that longs for my father, right? Sure, of course. And I'll I'll do the olive branch thing, and it seems like the the amount of time before that gets broken half is shorter and shorter. Right. So there's a point where I just got to cut it off, right? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's my relationship with my dad. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, that to me. And this, no offense to your father, no. but I'm about to say something really shitty about your father. No, that's fine. I've got plenty of shitty things. <laughs> it, it seems like it must be a mental deficiency in these dads who can do that to their kids. Because my wife's dad is the same way. My, my, my wife was raised single mom, and uh, her dad has been gone for... I mean, I've never met her dad. Okay. Uh, her stepdad is a perfectly nice guy. I like, I like her stepdad a lot, but I've never met her dad. Right. And to me, it's like there must be something seriously wrong in his brain because I can't imagine a scenario in which I can say to either of my daughters, like, I never want to talk to you again. Right. It's so weird to me. I'll make it worse. Yeah. Okay. He has four sons. Okay. Okay. My brother and me were from this one woman, and I have two half-brothers from a a different woman. Mm -hmm. He has no relationship, zero relationship with all four of us. No kidding. Two, the the half-brothers... well, actually, the half brothers, the two half brothers, and my brother would will would would punch him in the face if they saw him. Yeah, I'm the only one that has tried to, you know, what I mean, so to have four children, right? You want nothing to do. You with. want nothing to do. With. Yeah, so weird to me. It is weird. I, I couldn't do that. No, I, like I hated both my ex wives, and one of my both of my ex wives have made it very difficult for me to have relationships with my sons. Right, and. I've done everything I can to push that and keep going no matter what. Drive six hours, I'll drive six hours. You know what yep. I mean? Whatever. I do it and just hope for the best. The first one, it, it just didn't work. Right. But the second one seems to be going better. But, um, you know, they've tried everything they possibly could to get in the way of that as opposed to here's a guy that just, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, I couldn't do it. I could not do it. I couldn't either. No. It, it's a, it's it's so bizarre to me. <clears throat> Even if my, if if I had a daughter and she was a cunt, right? I still wouldn't be like that. Yeah. No. It, it's 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 really. Right. It has to be a mental problem. In my wife's dad's case, I think it legit is. I think he sure. got in a, a motorcycle accident, which is one of the reasons I can't have a motorcycle ever. Which is a bummer for me. Fuck that guy, right? <laughs> but he did. He got in a bad motorcycle accident. Got a got a head injury. Sure. Never been the same since. And uh-huh. I think I really do think that's part of it. Sure. But um, it is weird that I've never met the guy. Uh, anyway, so and he's last... never met his grandkids. No. Like I, <clears throat> I worry about this. Like my son is my oldest son is twenty two years old. Mm-hmm. He could have a son or a daughter, Any and, day. and I could have a grandkid, and I yeah. I don't have any fucking idea. That's mm-hmm. that's that is heartbreaking. Yeah, you know what I mean. So, <clears throat> uh, all right, ways to curb. I'm this is this one's for me. If the last one was for you, this one's for me. <laughs> ways to curb my six year old from saying stupid and idiot all the time. <laughs> my ornery six year old with ADHD is constantly spurting out things like this all the time to his brother. What are some ways to combat this behavior? Before you go. I doubt this kid has ADHD. That is a label that hyperactive, unsupervised, un 
disciplined children yeah. they get, right? I th- you, would you agree, for the I, most part? It's yes. very misdiagnosed. I think we went through this phase. I think we're doing it with painkillers now, which is like doctors go through a phase of like sort of over-diagnosing it and over-medicating mm-hmm. for it. And then when there's uh, pushback, then they go to like under-diagnosing it. Right. I went, this, went through this with my foot. Because you, you saw your that. foot has ADHD. Yes, and it, I cannot get a doctor to medicate my poor foot. No, you saw that huge uh, fake Christmas tree we have. Thing weighs like four hundred pounds. Right, it's enormous. And as I was taking it out of my wife's car a few a month or two ago, dropped it right on my foot. Ooh, hurt like a motherfucker, and to the point that I went to the doctor, and I never go to the doctor. Sure, we can tell. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they X-rayed it. I had a hairline fracture in the. In the foot. It was nothing. I didn't need a cast or anything like that, but they gave me one of those like boots, you know, sure. uh, to wear instead of a foot, instead of a shoe. <laughs> just all right. And I thought for sure I'm going to get like some painkillers, just some like low level, right. like nothing severe, but like I was having trouble sleeping. The blanket even rubbing against my toe Ooh. would wake me up sure. in the night. Like give me some Viking. Give me something to just take the edge off for five, six days. They gave me Tylenol. Nothing. No. Tylenol codeine or just regular? Just Tylenol. And, uh, and part of me thinks like, well, we've swung too far, right? Sure. Like I have a legit fucking thing. I've never been prescribed painkillers in my life except for a, a legit surgery I had. Like you can't give me three, four days worth of painkillers. Right. Um, but I think ADHD is the same way. You know, 10 years ago we were giving those pills to everybody. And sure. I wonder every, if every, every parent who had a kid that they couldn't control Yeah. or, you know, I, I think the pendulum is swinging back. I don't think okay. they're, I don't think it's quite okay. as pr- uh, a severe problem as it used to be. All right. I didn't mean to interrupt. <laughs> no, you're fine. But I think I, I blame my, my, my six-year-old does this too. So I, I think there's a part of a phase of life of six-year-olds just make, you Being know. Being rebellious or just get, they, they want to express their opinion and they're just a, they only express their opinion on the stuff they don't like. Yeah. They've, they, they've learned sort of what name calling is sure. and they use it a lot. And me and my and wife, your, your daughter says cunt a lot. I know that's my, also my problem. And she, maybe she, she needs to go into cunt therapy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Another, another that, was t-shirt. A che- that was a low hanging fruit i'm sorry another t-shirt uh cunt therapy <laughs> we need to go to cunt therapy that could work for men too Listeners, you know please write all these down yeah it's a different therapy for men than it's for for women but Dick therapy <laughs> yeah um so and I, I blame me and my wife for this because we've uh we focused all of our negative energy on Donald Trump. So we don't like to use name calling at all, except Donald Trump is that's fair game. You can call sure. Donald Trump, whatever you want. Right. Uh, but she's starting calling my wife a butthole sometimes when my wife like enforces a rule that she doesn't want to listen to. She, she should call her a you're, butthole. You're being a butthole. Yeah. Wow. Um, Whew. so our strategy, you can complain about the action, not about the person. So okay. you can say like, you're acting like a butthole. Instead of you are a butthole. Okay, that, that makes sense. Right, it's a little less, yeah. it takes the sting out of it a little Say bit. what you mean, mean what you say, don't be mean when you say it. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's similar, like that's what they say about parents too. Like you can't say, I hate somebody, but you can say, I hate this thing that you did. Sure, right. I always say that I, to my kids when they say, I hate this, or I hate that, or I hate this person. I, I hate is a very strong word. Right. Like you can't go back on hate. Right. Like I hate the, I hate that Britney Spears has not been as successful as she was early on. Right. Right. But I, I hate that you know, too. Yeah. So that's the way you have to say it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that'll do it for oh. advice. You d- you're very good. You did do great. Was that good? Yeah. Here we go. Adversity. Here's a secret, Blake. I figured this out. <laughs> I start playing my sound bumper and then I got to take a drink. Right. That keeps me quiet enough yep. to, to power I like through it. it. That's, this, is, this podcast is going platinum because of that <laughs> i I'm, I'm learning as i go here um folks go back and listen to episode one where we uh discovered that uh tim paid uh nine dollars <laughs> for these three bumpers and you can tell yeah no they're not great bumpers but that's okay um my diversity this week my six-year-old sucks at bedtime i have a really hard time getting her to bed uh staying in bed and she still occasionally wets the bed okay is this something you dealt with in it with a six-year-old my second child was was fine going to bed. Uh, the first one, um, his mom let him sleep with her Ugh, from yeah. day one. Yeah, from day one for like wow. a long time. I spent forever too long. Still happening now <laughs> at twenty two, maybe so. <laughs> but I remember spending two and a half, three hours trying to get this fucking crib put together. Right, right. 
all it was was like a drawer for clothes. He never <laughs> right. slept in that bed. And then when he got older, she would let him sleep on the couch. Yeah. Like he had one of those race car beds. It just had piles of clothes on it. Yeah. And he and and, and he would stay up crazy. You know what I mean? Crazy mm-hmm. hours. And I, it it was ridiculous to me. Um so have I ever like my like I said my my middle child or my, I guess I said my middle child right because right. Eli yeah. consider my kid right? Um, he was never really a problem with going to bed. Like I didn't have to get up and you know he'd get up and you know you, you'd fuss a little bit, but you know give you a little attitude, just a little Nyquil, a little Jack Daniels if you only had it, <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, so, but no, I've never and wetting the bed. You know, I really think. That if I, if I remember, I never really had we never really had problems with potty training, and then like furthermore, so I never had those problems. So okay. your kid's weird. Yeah, she is. <laughs> she is because we we have never let her sleep with us. Like that's not one of our sure. things. Like, special occasions she can sleep in our room, but certainly not in our bed. But sure. we'll she'll, we'll let her sleep on the floor or something. But I mean, well, I'm talking twice a year. Sure, this is not a common thing. Hanukkah <laughs> and Easter and Kwanzaa. So I guess three times a year. We're very multicultural. You know what? And, and that's why I like about you. <laughs> but she's got a nice bunk bed. We certainly don't use it for clothes. Uh, and until this year, I'd say she's because we've got the a, be, a bed on one of the bunks, and the other is just sort of a, an extended play area. Sure, it's just a board that she can play with. A board that she can play with or play just, on. Okay, you're like <laughs> uh, we just got a board that my kid can play with. No wonder she doesn't want to go to bed. She wants a real toy. She'll sleep on the board, dude. She'll sleep on the flat thing. It's like there's a mattress. Three feet away. That's comfortable and nice. Why are you sleeping there? And she'll sleep on the floor sometimes. And I don't know why. I, I But she, so her bedtime is 8 o'clock. And I tell her, you can do whatever you want in your bedroom. Because I know that you're going to come out a thousand times. Sure. Just stay the fuck in there. And I don't care what you do. But so then she'll just put herself to sleep on the floor. Really? It's really strange. I dated a girl once who had a very young child. And... um she would put him to bed and then she would put the baby gate up and she would let that fucker scream. Yeah. And she wouldn't turn the light on. She wouldn't go in there. She was like, you know, if the first few times, you know, I'm trying to bang her and this (laughs) kid's screaming, I'm like, Hey, I'm trying to concentrate. We're trying to concentrate here. (laughs) No, but like, you know, she said, she goes, she goes, if he's crying, if he's screaming and throwing a fit, he's not injured. Right. You know what I mean? He's breathing. He's, you know, eventually, you know, but if I go in there all the time, yeah, you know, it's just promoting him to, you know, I need a glass of water yeah. or, or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the last thing you need to do is give a child water before bed. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But again, you know. But that's what kids do. Like, my six-year-old, and I hate to complain about this because she is a perfectly well-behaved child with everything else. But bedtime is when everything falls apart. So she'll come out like, I stubbed my toe. She never gets hurt ever, right. except she always comes up with some imaginary well, injury. Turn the light on, kid. <laughs> yeah, like the, no bruise, no scrapes, sure. no scratches. Sure. But there's some. It's injury. all she's making stuff up, of course, because she doesn't want to go to sleep. Right. She wants to, she wants a hug or a, give her like a an ice pack or something. You know, yeah. just it's a nothing thing. But it's just right. an excuse to leave her room. Have you ever just told her to shut up and go to bed? That's what we've done now. Yeah, stay the fuck in your room. Right. And yeah, how is that going? I mean, not well. <laughs> not Does she keep well. coming out? I finally, I, I sent it in the text to uh, a few days ago or maybe a few weeks ago at this point. I said like, Hey, here's the deal. If I, if you come out, you're going to bed 15 minutes early the next night for every time you won't. come out. But, but they're too young to understand that. I think right? she, so she's six and a half. I think that that's a, she's of an but appropriate But do you do age. that though? I mean, do you, do I had you... to do it once. The next night I put her to bed at seven fifteen, which is obscenely early. And she complained the whole time, and I was just like, "Well, this is what you knew. Yeah, you knew. This is the math. You knew this. I warned you every time you came out. I told you it was earlier and earlier. What is the next step to do? I mean, so far she stays in her bed. She stays in her her room. In her room, but she's she's fucking around in her room, right? She's playing Barbies, Legos. I don't care. Lights on or off? Uh, the the main light off, but she's got like a little desk lamp that she can keep on. Okay, well that's understandable because kids are scared of the dark for the most part, right? Uh, but I'm okay with that. She, uh, I we leave the bedroom at eight, and I'd say she's in she's a be, in bed and asleep by nine almost every night. Okay, sometimes nine thirty. So she's, maybe she needs some wind down time. 
Yeah, maybe I mean, she was overly stimulated. Yeah, like maybe you know, maybe that's an overstimulation for her. Like right. just the whole evening, you know, mom and dad are home. We're having dinner. We're doing blah blah blah. Yeah, and it's overstimulation, and she just needs to like decompress yeah. and like calm the fuck down. Yeah, that and makes sense. I always had I had these. She gets this from me for sure. I had this exact same thing. I had a hard time falling asleep. I still do. Have a hard time falling asleep at night. I've got to be like ultra tired to fall sure. asleep. I have the opposite problem of, of your son, who's like the right. What'd you call it? Narcolepsy. Pillow, pillow narcolepsy. Yeah. Good uh, shirt. So I've, I've, I, I get it. You know, I can sympathize <clears throat> with my daughter, but sure. it's this falling asleep is a lesson you have to learn, just like any other lesson. And the way you learn it, practice. Right. You go the fuck to sleep. Sleeping you, is <laughs> you, you program your body. Yeah. Like if you work third shift, you have to program your body to sleep during the day sure. when it's sunny out. Right. You might put up. A blanket or something to get, make it darker, but you have to program your body to do that. Yep. And as a child, you have to program your body to say, "I need rest. I need to recharge." Let him fucking scream out. It was so hard to have sex with that girl when that kid was screaming. <laughs> no I still did it. Yeah, I still did it. <laughs> right. But put I, your but game was, face on, was, and yeah. I, you know what? Take one for the team. Yeah, earplugs, dude. Did you get some earplugs during that time? Uh, no, I just no, just made it happen. <laughs> Dead to the bone. I love that one. That's <laughs> worth the nine dollars. <laughs> Parenting wins, Blake. You got one this time around. Parenting wins. Um, this time I don't. I had one last time. You did. Yeah. You, I want your parenting win. Well, we are coming up on an hour, so I'm going to go real quick. Oh, we don't, we don't even have to comment on this very much. Um, my kid. I do recess duty every week for my kid. And once a week, every Friday. You do recess duty. Yeah, you know what recess duty is? No. I'm assuming it's when you go to the school during recess and pick up dog poop. And no, I take a shit on the basketball court. Oh, nice. High five <laughs> that shit. Uh, no, but you're close. Yeah, I, I got to go uh, just watch the kids. Make sure nobody's doing anything they're not supposed to and whatever. Okay. Um, for me, I work from home, so it's a great excuse to just sort of get out of the sure. house and you know be interactive. Hey, and, boss, I have to go do recess duty. Yeah, it's great. It, okay. Well, it's How, right. It's an right, hour or a half hour? It's like 40 minutes. Okay. Uh, which is, it, it's great when it's nice out. That's <clears throat> cold as shit right now, so I did it today. Not Why are they great. outside when it's this cold? Well, it's so I do two shifts and they're twenty minutes each. So twenty minutes for uh, you know first graders running around like idiots outside. It's not that bad, right? Oh, we did that shit when we were kids. Um, but my kid is like excited to see me and gives me a big hug and like is not embarrassed of me. Yet. Sure, that's cool. That's coming up. I know. <clears throat> oh that. yeah, she'll ignore you completely. She'll act yeah. like you're not her parent. Yeah, yeah, and she'll like, oh god, oh, god, dad. Are your kids in that phase yet of hating you? Uh. No, I don't think they hate me, but they they are starting to test me. Yeah, there there there's some you know let's see some boundaries. Let's there's a little alpha stuff going on once in a while, right? And and the, unfortunately, the one that uh, my middle child who is a football player, uh, I don't want him to know this, but he's pretty close to being able to. to <laughs> he's stronger than me. Like right. I'm faster and smarter, yeah. but he's stronger than me for sure. Yeah, uh, I'm just trying to soak up that my kid. Is not embarrassed of you. Oh, just loves it. when she sees me on that playground. She sprints nice. over, gives me a big hug in front of all of her kids, in front of all of her friends, all, and all in front of all of her children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> misspoke. But she like, looks uh, great though for all those kids <laughs> for she being looks, a mom. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she brings over her friends. Like it's my dad. My dad's here. Yeah, like, she's so excited. That's awesome. That's my parenting win. Uh, I do have one real yeah, quick. Okay. I, I won't. No, do uh, it. over Christmas break we didn't check uh, Eli's uh, book backpack. Right. Yeah. Uh, the day before school started, after Christmas break, we opened up his uh, backpack. He he won student of the month in December. Didn't tell any of us. <laughs> it's like, eh, right. like uh, the whole school. Yeah, like, no, the student did. of December. Right. He had a Buffalo Wild Wings gift, like, gift, gift certificate. Oh, how much for a, a, a snack size uh, traditional wings? Oh, I'll give you a buck that's, for that's it. six bucks. But he, it, it, he didn't fucking tell anybody. Yeah, like. You give me an award, I will fucking put it in everybody's oh, face. Oh, yeah, put that shit on like Instagram. My mo- like my moose card. Like, I just got my moose card. I saw it on Instagram I- and Facebook. <laughs> right. Yeah. This kid is like, eh, big deal. I'm fucking smart. Who cares? Yeah. It's awesome. But That is awesome. Yeah. That's a good one. All right. Well, are we done here, Blake? Yeah, we're done being parents for the day. Yeah. No, it's it really is. It's 830. My kids are asleep. It's time to go get nasty, right? I made my, I made my wife deal with that shit. You got some whiskey in you? And a, and a beer, maybe one more beer. And you're, you're good to go, brother. I'm good to go. 
<laughs> Email the show. You know what? You're winning. <laughs> I always win. <laughs> always win. Email the show. Biss podcast. That's B-I-S-S podcast at gmail.com. Go to because I said so dot pub for our Twitter and Facebook links if you want to follow us there. Blake, anything to plug tonight? Uh, no, I don't want to plug anything. I, I like you. I got a joke for you. It's so abrasive. Yeah, it's a little sudden, isn't it? That's all right. You can criticize it as much as you want. Blake, do you know why you shouldn't kiss anybody on January 1st? Why? Because it's only the first date. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. Happy dadding, guys. We'll be here next week. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.